What's up? You're listening to the Prayer Plug Podcast with your host, Jamika Carter, the Chief Encouragement Officer of Prayer Plug. Over here, you can expect to get prayed up and plugged in because we stand firm on getting lit for the Lord. For more encouragement, for more content, for more videos, for more prayers, download the Prayer Plug mobile app available in every app store. Now let's get plugged in. I know we all have things going on, so I had to make sure I made 31 days of prayer, getting lit for the Lord, available to all of our plugged in family. Y'all, this is originally recorded on this new audio app called Clubhouse. So any of the terminology or the transitions is all due to the fact that I'm recording this while I'm having a live conversation with a good gang of our prayer warriors in the prayer plug family. So listen in, get prayed up. If you have your pocket prayers, you can follow along with this. And if you don't have your pocket prayers, Run over to prayerplug.com and get yours. We have a digital version available and we have the physical product that you can get. There's a promo code on the mobile app and there's also a praise plan for this lituation that you can download from the Prayer Plug mobile app. Simply go to the mobile app Prayer Plug on your phone or download it at any app store and you can just tap into the app, click on Prayer Room, and you'll see the button to download your lituation praise plan. Now let's get plugged in. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord God, for this word that you have given us, Lord. We stand firm on your word. We trust in your word. We believe in your word. We seek your word over any self-help masterclass guru or 40 under 40, Lord God. We are believing that this is a timeless word you've given us. We believe that the scripture and the words that we read in our Holy Bible are our perfect manual and instruction for life. We thank you that each scripture in this book can speak to us so differently in different seasons, yet all mean the same thing according to your will. And we just ask you that you give life to each and every person that is listening right now that has made a decision to receive what you have for them in this moment. And we believe that you're activating a new passion, fire, and desire just to seek you, to crave you, and to obey what you set us up to do. Thank you, Jesus. I usually don't pray before I get into the scripture of the day, but y'all know what it is when we in this room. We let the Holy Spirit do what it need to do. What? Do what it need to do. So we're about to get into the book of Psalm. Chapter 33, verse 4. And it reads, For the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. <laughs> faithful i know i know the song okay the song is ringing a bell let's read it again psalm chapter 33 verse 4 for the word of the lord is upright and all his work is done in faithfulness i love hearing words like all when i'm reading scripture Cause that means he ain't leaving nothing out. God is not dropping the ball in any way possible. Even through our slip ups, God is not dropping the ball. God is not forgetting 
what you think did not matter in a moment. God is the sovereign steward. We big on stewardship over here, okay? Prayer warriors, we are big on stewardship. Why? Because we want to be like the we want we want to be like the servant that had five talents. Okay, he took five, flipped it into ten, and the other one took two and flipped it into four. So they did. They both did what they were supposed to do. Okay, we don't want to be like the servant that had one talent. Y'all heard the scripture before. God had three homies. Let me break this down real quick. God had three, three homies. Really, they were servants. But y'all know I like to talk about it. Like you know, it's twenty twenty one. So God had three homies. Okay, and. They they was building a business, you know. They they out here flipping bricks. They building a business. I'm talking about house bricks. We do legal things around here, y'all. Okay. They was in real estate. So God was like, Look, my servant right here, I see what you've done before. So I'm gonna give you five. Okay, I'm gonna give you five. And I'm gonna need you to steward that well. He didn't tell them what to do. He said, I'm gonna need you to steward that. He didn't tell them how much to come back with. He said, I'm gonna need you to steward that. Period, right? And then there was another guy on the team. He gave him two talents. So if you like, wait, what is a talent? Money, time, and investment. So I like to just think of it as a talent. We have people in, in this room that are DJs, that are writers, um, authors, that are fitness instructors, that are actors. You know, so think about your talent, the thing you naturally do that flows from you. And God gave you a, a five of, he gave you a five of it, you know, five, five ways to use it. And then he gave somebody else two ways to use their talent. And then he gave another guy one way to use his talent. And I don't know why he gave them these different portions. I'm just breaking down a parable as I read this word, y'all. And so the gentleman that had five, he went on about his way. He was like, I know what to do with this quick and easy. That's probably why he was trusted with five because God said, I know he, he gonna know what to do. So the other guy, he gave two. He was like, you know, he's new to the game. Can we get into that? Oh, pause it. God's downloading. I received the Holy Spirit. Stop looking at the person that has millions and discounting the couple hundred that God has given you. That does not mean God does not have millions for you. That does not mean God does not have stardom for you. Those that are just starting in different walks of life where, where fame is a part of the success. God is not discounting, oh, because you have a two-bedroom home that you're buying versus the other person that just bought a million-dollar home for their first purchase. God, God is giving you according to what you're ready for according to where you are on your journey. So don't look at this parable with the servant with five talents, the one with two and the one with one and say, oh, maybe he loved the one with five more than the other. No, maybe the one with five has been in the game 10 to 15 years. <laughs> so he got a little more time in. Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. I received that. That speaks to me because I'll be looking at Sarah Jakes and Priscilla Shire like, yo, they be out here getting it. How they writing books, podcasts, TV shows, sermons, and they still look good. What? God like, girl, start where you at. Get on Clubhouse. <laughs> funny. So what I will say is that let's get back into this parable. So like we said, the gentleman had five talents. Another had two talents. And our third gentleman had one talent. Y'all, the, the two team members that's on the team, they had two and they had five. Flipped it. Easy. Doubled up. Okay. <laughs> what? Nipsey Hussle, double up. And God was so hyped. He was like, oh my goodness. So the same thing, he said the same exact words in scripture to the gentleman that came back with 10 and to the gentleman that came back with four. So what does that tell me? 
that tells me that God is not concerned about who has the most when we are to come back with him with an assignment he's given us. God is concerned with, did you do right with what I gave you? <laughs> I know y'all on the same team and we have a captain and a co-captain. We got JV and we got varsity. I'm not comparing your levels of expertise. What I'm looking at is if you took what I gave you and doubled up. Hello? But y'all, the one that had one talent, oh my gosh, the one that had one talent, hallelujah. Y'all want to know what he did? <laughs> he dug the one in the dirt. Oh, Lord, he didn't even try to do nothing with it. You want to know the only thing that comes to my mind every time I read that scripture is fear. He was so scared and, and clearly like, duh, that's what comes to mind because Y'all, when you read more into that text, it tells us that he he came up to, he came up to Jesus and said, "Well, my Lord, I know you bought that life, and you might have swung on me if I didn't do what was necessary to be done. So I hid my one so I could at least return you something instead of me losing it." He was so scared of losing; he didn't obey God. Yo, this is checking me. I did not intend to go here today, God. You are checking me right now. God said, y'all be so scared of losing. You don't even obey me. <laughs> and Jesus is so funny. This is another reason. I just love his sense of humor. And I believe that it's something God's given me like humor. Because he, because God is funny, y'all. That's what God said to him. God said to the servant that had the, the one talent and that dug it in the dirt. God said, you could at least put it in the bank, bro. <laughs> he was like, at least if it was in the bank, I would have got interest. <laughs> he said, at least you could have put it in your savings account. At least you could have hit up Goldman Sachs and got a Marcus account. Plug it. Y'all get a Marcus account. You know, it gives you a little more on, on your savings than your everyday savings account. And it's free. But yes, God said you could at least. You could have at least put it in the bank. And God said, because you did not obey me, because you let fear drive your decision, because you were so concerned about something that's not even my character. I'm taking away your one and I'm giving it to the one that doubled up. So we get so upset about the rich and about the poor. And I won't get into the economics and the politics because I do believe the government has set has set up welfare and Section A and low income housing and just a horrible public school education in certain in certain areas to keep the poor poor. But beyond that, I'm just looking at it in the spiritual context on how the rich get rich and it seems like the poor just get poor. And it's because we let fear stop us. Rich people, at least any of the wealthy people that I know, they will put hundreds of thousands of their own money into a vision. And I'll just be like, oh, and then they end up with millions. And it's like, wow, you, you were okay with a temporary sacrifice. You were okay. And whether they believe in God or not, because not everybody that I know with money does serve God. I won't even sit here and act like that. They might sometimes, but you can tell them they, mm -mm, they be scheming. But anyway, what, I, what I'm saying is that God is so honored when we walk by faith. And of course, stewardship, tithing, because <laughs> we about that tithe up in here. We're, we're about that tithe. I'm not even a church. Look, I'm just a, per, a vessel that ministers God's word. I don't have a church that people tithe to. But I am an advocate in what it means to tithe. I believe that God simply uses the tithe to challenge our heart. 
He like, look, I gave you a dollar. I just want to see from your heart posture if you even see it worthy of offering up that dime. I gave you a whole dollar. Are you going are you going to give up a dime? That's another talk for another day. And so I'm just, God is checking me, y'all. Oh my God, Lord. Do you even have me to talk about the scripture tonight? Or can we just get into, we got to really stop letting fear drive us, y'all. We got to stop clinging so much to what looks like is our comfort that we disobey God's covenant. Obey what God has set on your mind and in your heart. If you are a person that invests in time with God, and I'm talking about prayer, I'm talking about worship, I'm talking about studying his word, you do not have to concern yourself about it not working out. Because guess what? Number one, in your time with God, he will just give you just little instincts for certain things. And sometimes it's heavy and sometimes it's slight. But if you continue to seek him for confirmation and it's not it's not changing, <laughs> you, yeah, you might just want to show up at the airport to get on your flight. <laughs> like, I'm sure there'll be a ticket there and a seat ready for you. He's going to take off. He's going to pop off. That's the God that we serve. But guess what? Even if you're still learning how to discern when it's God, even if you're still learning how to choose faith over fear, God's grace, his grace, though, his love. Uh, it's so deep. It's so wide. God is going to work all things out for your good. God did not call his people to be as scary as we are. I'm talking to myself today. Okay. <laughs> he did not call us to be timid, to be like, I'm just not going to move until I get seven signs of confirmation. <laughs> it's like, yo, I believe in confirmation, but we be waiting weeks and months on months for confirmation about everyday decisions. Like measure, measure, the, you know, measure what it's going to cost you because his word also tells us what is a fool to build a building and not plan the cost of it. Like that is foolish in God's eyes to go somewhere and not even count the cost. But even if you're in a place, because Malcolm and I have been here many times where we've We've done what we know God called us to do. And then at the beginning, uh, and then it's, it's the first of the month. And we like, okay, we know we did what you told us to do. Why we ain't tuna? <laughs> like, hold on, wait. I definitely wanted to lock that state. God like, no, this, but I still, I still provide it though. I still provide it though. Because God is also teaching us different things at different seasons. So this, so this is not a cut and dry message where it's like, oh, I must not have heard God because I'm struggling. Because God will use intentional seasons to build a spirit of dependency. But what I am saying is you yourself, know your relationship, your time with God, and you're still learning how to move with your spirit as your leader in all that you do and not your mind or your flesh. And not even your heart, y'all, because the heart can be deceiving. And that's why we have to always trust the spirit over our own body, over our own mind, and over our own heart, because the heart will set you up, okay? The heart will have you taking back somebody that you know God did not sin, but everything's so fun and they spend so much money and he looks so cute. Okay, stop it right now. Stop it. Stop it. God know what you like and what you need. He's going to package it perfectly. Wait on the Lord. And so before we get into our praise reports, our testimonies, or any words you have to share that just go with anything that God has been speaking tonight, I want to just reiterate Psalm chapter 33, verse 4. And it reads, for the word of the Lord is upright and all his work is done in faithfulness. 
So I was really trying to figure out why God would have me even share the parable about the three servants that um, were were trusted with talents and what two of them did and what the other one did not do. (laughs) And um, I see how this word connects perfectly to that because a spirit of fear has been choking up many of us that are in this room right now. And we have to hold tight to a Psalm chapter 33 verse four tells us. And that's that the word of the Lord is upright. The word of the Lord is upright. If you have been following God's word, if you've been spending time with God and he's been downloading new insight, new direction, new assignments in you, you got to trust God's word. You can't let what you see with your natural sight or what you have yet to see anybody else do or even you you yourself do stop you from obeying God. The verse ends by saying all his work is done in faithfulness. God does not waste an opportunity to bless you. God does not waste an opportunity to show his power. God does not waste an opportunity to do a new thing in your life, especially when you're asking God, God, I want, I want to pray more. So God start moving stuff out the way. He like, well, I'm taking that away so you can pray more. God, I want to have more faith. So now God gives you something that's going to mean you have to sacrifice something else in order for you to challenge your faith. God, I want better relationships. So God starts revealing the cruel intentions of people that you've been comfortable with so that you can cut them off. (laughs) It's just like we have to stop thinking that when we ask for something, we won't have to offer something up. And that and that and that's even when increase is 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 showing up. I know so many of us are constantly saying, God, I want I want my business to boom. I want my business to boom. And I know like that's for me. I'm like, God, I want prayer plug in stores. God, I want to get a call from TBN because they want me to host a, a prayer session. Like, come on, I want to be on Better Together TV. Let's go, Jesus. Hill song, call me for the conference. God, like, you know what that's gonna cost you? Do you know what that's going to cost you? And not even just financially, but the time with with your kids, the time you'll have to study. Come on now, the stylist you're going to have to pay to get this wardrobe together, the makeup and hair. What? Do you know what this is going to cost? So just know what God is leading you to do right now, how God is calling you to do it is upright. God's word is upright and all his work is done in faithfulness. Do do we know what faithfulness means? I mean, we've heard faithfulness multiple times. We have been driving home the fruit of the spirit almost every other day. By now, we should all know the fruit of the spirit just off the rip because I feel like I'm always repeating it in y'all ear. Can we get into it though? It's never too late to repeat it and to remind ourselves. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, Peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Another understanding of the word forbearance is patience. Because you got to bear it. (laughs) So yes, faithfulness is the core of God. Okay. Actually, I think love is at the core if I had to like draw a picture of what God looks like. But faithfulness is also just one of those just principal characteristics of what God is and what he represents. God is so faithful. That means he is loyal. That means he is consistent. That means he is true. He is trustworthy. God is just perfection when it comes to relationship. He's unfailing. 
That's just not what he does. He does not fail. And so he is reminding us and telling us in his word that his word is upright, that his work is done in faithfulness. I love that the word is done. It's done. (laughs) Finito. It's completed. Check it off the list. He did it. Uh, And if he did it before, he will do it again. God is on the throne, y'all, right now. You need to trust what God is doing in your life. Keep prioritizing prayer. I don't care what this, what society is telling us about all these other things to do with the 24 hours God gives us every day. Prayer needs to be at the center, at the start of what you do, because prayer will truly allow you to hear so clear from God. You don't have to guess what direction to go in. You don't have to guess what relationships to invest in. You don't even have to guess what to eat or to wear. I'm telling you, God will just start leading you in simple things because he's like, I don't want to waste your time. (laughs) I don't want you wasting time. God is all about stewardship with everything that he gives us. And God is allowing you in this new season to just activate a new level of love. Oh, I'm so excited for what he's doing. I'm so excited for what he is doing. What have you been doing to activate your faith? Because faith is a muscle. You got to work it. Be led by God on what you're working it for. Don't just be like, oh, I'm, about to, I'm about to quit my job. I know I got all this going on. Uh, I really ain't starting nothing new. Some of us have started something new to carry. I'm not telling you not what not to do because I know you ain't here, girl. And we be talking. But I'm saying something like sometimes we'll want to quit something and we haven't started something. You want to hold it, hold it from both sides. You've been building. So, yeah, when we do choose to work our faith muscle, Are we being led by God when we use it? We didn't got prayed up. We didn't got plugged in. First of all, we just got lit for the Lord. Anybody else just feeling brand, brand new right now? Okay. Getting lit, getting turned, getting everything in between. God has so much for you. All he asks you to do is give him some faith and some excitement, okay, to see it through. So I just pray that this touched you, this blessed you, this has got you in a whole new focus on who you are and what God is calling you to do. You can get more of the Lit for the Lord prayers on the podcast and the mobile app. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and share it with somebody else that need to get Lit for the Lord. And let's keep it up, y'all. We've been doing this, staying disciplined, staying hungry, and staying at the Lord's feet. Hey, reach out, send your prayer requests, send your praise reports, and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and through the mobile app. We love you over here, y'all. Stay plugged in.